If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Back it up and tuck it in. It's time for your din-dins. Welcome to the Boop Show, our Christmas edition for episode 269 on December 22nd, 2020. Everybody, welcome back to the Boop Show. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Dunaway. Brian, oh. Merry Christmas week, Brian. Oh, Merry Christmas week to you, Scott. Thanks, man. It's good to be here. We're we're up in front of a fire. We got the toasty warm uh, fire with our ch- our chest and our nuts roasting separately <laughs> on our chest Why? with our nuts. And uh, why are you roasting your n- chestnuts? <laughs> Well, I, when I was a kid, and I'm That's not kidding weird. about this, I got it mixed up. I thought it was no, it was just on the nuts. No, that was Jack Frost. No, Jack Frost roasting on an open fire. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just not snipping at your nose. I had it mixed up. Newly, right, this, right. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, he did what now? Well, I was ten. What do you expect? Yeah. Well. Anyway, uh, hey, it's good to be here. Thanks for being here, everybody. We're uh, glad to be bringing you a show, and we're glad to be digging in deep. We're going to do some fun stuff today, including brand new games. Also, telling you about our top three of the year. Yeah. Top three games that we played this year on the Boop Show. Yeah, Mm. specifically here on this show. So you're not going to hear about, you know, Call of Duty. Will there be any, right, will there be any controversy, Scott? There will be a little controversy. Okay. A little bit. But now this. Okay, let's dive in. Um, I'm going to cheat a little. All right? I don't like to cheat, but I'm about to cheat. Oh, come on. You know you like to cheat. I don't like to cheat, Brian. It's your go-to move whenever we're playing Red Dead Redemption. Truly. Okay, well, that. Okay, maybe that. By the way, Red Dead Redemption online is only five bucks on on, uh, PC consoles. I picked it up because I have Red Dead 2 mm-hmm. on my PS4, yeah. but I didn't have the multiplayer. If you already had the multiplayer on the PC, no need in getting it. Yep. It's already in there, it's but for there. five bucks. Yeah, if you don't have any of on. it is the point. If you don't have any of it, maybe yeah. the uh, maybe the answer for you is to grab yourself uh, uh, that. But, but n- nonetheless, I'm not talking about that. I'm going to talk about another major genre this year that I think... We were failed on a little bit, and that's the Uh-oh. cyberpunk, cyber future, Blade Runner-y kind of motif with the cool music and the cool visuals and the and the, the dirty city with the tons of flying flying cars and yeah. all the shitty you know future stuff that we love about that whole subgenre. Well, cyberpunk it came, it crashed, it, it had a lot of problems. Some people are fine, <laughs> PC mostly, but uh, you know if you had the well, not if you're on console, no, you're not happy. No, probably not. Although it runs fine on a PS5 or an Xbox Series X, but yeah. again, you're getting the old version of the game and it's just running better. But uh, anyway, bit of a bummer on that side of things. Although PC players seem to be pretty happy with it, those who are. Um, my experience with the game so far is that 
It is a thousand times better on PC and kind of mediocre in terms of what kind of game it is. So I decided. Is that your hot take? <laughs> here's my here's my hotter take. Well, so far, I, I'm not far enough to make any kind of final judgment. Trust me. But I am right, also me. not that far because the game isn't holding me like I thought it would. And I've decided to play some other stuff. So I wanted that feeling, though. I wanted to get my my cyberpunk on. And right. here's how you I want did to it. Pretend like you're in Blade Runner 2049, right? Yes, I want I want that feeling. Honestly, that's the truth because there's yeah. there's a there's a very specific tone that I want out of my cyber future mega city, and it's it's how or it's how Blade Runner one and Blade Runner 2049 feel. That's my idea of what this should be, and Cyberpunk doesn't feel like that. It feels like a bunch of dude bros in the sort of future thinking that dildos are really funny like that's that's right. if it, it it feels like gta 2500 or something to me is what it a little bit or maybe a little yeah. bit tonally it's just off now it doesn't mean it's not good or you can't have, enjoy it or whatever that's not a problem uh go for it i'm a big fan of gta 5 so why wouldn't i gta 2055 but uh it's just not doing much else for me so what did i decide to do i decided to get my cyberpunk on a different way and that was to dust off a game that I played back in April and thought was undercooked. And I'm happy to report oh. today, this is now a much, much, much better game. And my pick of best cyberpunk-themed game of the year. Oh, yeah, that's right. Take that, oh, cyberpunk proper. Oh, starting off early. Yep. This game is called Cybercloud. No, sorry, Cloudpunk. Got it backwards there. Cloudpunk. <laughs> Cloud. <laughs> Cloudpunk is a uh, delivery service that you work for in this game, but you uh, deliver stuff and do missions inside of a big mega city, and you float around or fly around in this car that's called a Hova or Hova, something like that. Hovi? Hovi. Anyway. Is it a uh, hover? It's a hover car, but they, can, they have a name for it. Right. Uh, it's got some really, <laughs> really cheesy dialogue. That did not go away, but it's also like one dude what made this game. It's a voxel world. Although looking at it on the surface, you'd never guess it. It's freaking beautiful. Um, My gosh, the lighting uh, is just fantastic for this to be voxel. Like I'm telling you, man, we, we've seen some amazing thing this year with voxels and the lighting. Getting just don't even worry about the material. Oh right? yeah, like uh, even it's amazing. You know, beyond things like uh, I mean, this game doesn't even support it as far as I know. But there's no like ray tracing or anything. It's just right. a beautiful game. And uh, anyway, the way the game works is you go on these missions. Guy says, hey, driver number whatever, I need you to take your car and go get me some stuff. And so you go do that. You do those missions and those missions involve you getting out of the car and sometimes walking up to NPCs and talking to them. When the game first launched, it annoyed me because in that version of the game, which we're going to show you here, and this still exists if you want to play it this way. You're just a little tiny third person dude, and the whole world just kind of scrolls with him moving around. Um, it never feels quite like you're in the world in the way that I wanted. And so I kind of fell off of it early. Um, come all these months later, I heard through the grapevine, hey, we did an update to this game, and we added first person mode basically to all of it inside the cab. Uh, when you're walking around the city, it's all just like you're down there in it first person. You're walking right up to NPCs. You're you know, finding stuff out there in the world and collecting it and selling it and stuff. You're like right in the city. Brian, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but that one feature took this game from a six to a 10 for me. 
It's that wow. much better of a game. It should have been that from the beginning. And I can't believe it took them that long to freaking figure it out, although I'm really glad they did. Now, the only hang up here, the only real caveat is any of you with consoles who are like going to rush out and get it on your console, don't do it just yet. Or if you do know that the update for those uh, devices hasn't come out yet, the update is PC only at the moment, um, which is where I'm playing it. Um, also, it just performs better on PCs. It gets a little boggy on on console versions. The Switch version is pretty boggy. The, uh, the Xbox... Uh, one and PS3 or PS4 versions rather, which is all that they really are. If you're playing them backwards compatible, I guess that's cool, but they're not optimized for the new consoles yet. Again, small game, one developer, you know, tiny little thing, but they really have captured the feeling that I want out of a game like this. Now, at the end of the day, it's all fetch missions, deliver this, pick up this bomb and deposit it somewhere before the time runs out get back to town, take the freeway thing, come over to this other corner of town, talk to this guy. Okay, now he wants you to deliver thing. Go do that. Sell some stuff that you found and get your get your car repaired. Get you what, smack what it into you another car. From, what do you expect from cloud punk cyber taxi? Basically, I mean, of course you're going to do that. Basically, that's around. it. Like imagine, cy- yeah. imagine crazy taxi without the, without the crazy. <laughs> it's just like a lot of deliveries, which I'm a fan of in space games in, in particular. And in a game like this, no problem. I just want people to know what you're getting. You're not going to get like some deep, dark, like, ooh, I'm going to infiltrate the corp and I'm going to get in there and uh, hack the deal. I mean, you're not doing any of that. You're just kind of. The, and it's a, there's it's a mission, story. It's mission, it's mission to mission, right? I mission mean, to mission, and there's a story the yeah. whole time. And I think the story is understated and interesting, except the dialogue's pretty bad. I'm going to share with you an example of the bad dialogue, Brian. So oh, give me some bad dialogues. Yeah, listen to this. It it's pretty bad. Uh, this is a clip. Where is it? Okay, there it is. This is audio from Cloudpunk. This is me talking for the very first time to the guy that's going to give me my orders and tell me where to go and what to do. So enjoy. Control, come in. This is... Wait, is this channel receiving me? Uh, driver of 14FC, this is Control. We read you. Is that you, Carmine? No, my name is Rania. Oh, you're the new kid. I'm the new driver, yeah. Who is Carmine? He was driver 14FB. What happened to him? He, he retired last month. Good for him. Not really. He was in the big Sector 6 crash last week. Lots of people got retired. Okay. Now, there's two things wrong with that dialogue. One, it sounds like someone hired family to do it. And that's fine. Again, small developer. You know, I get it. It, You're cutting corners. You're doing your stuff. But my other problem with it is, he says, is this Carmine? As if Carmine might be alive. And then promptly tells the lady that Carmine was killed a month ago. So yeah, it why? was it was definitely yeah it was it was definitely recorded in two different places and it sounded like the actors didn't really have an idea of what was really going on in the story. Kind of yeah, that's a good that's. But a you know I, it, yeah, <laughs> eh. I know it, like, you know, like eh. I said, it's does not it, that does important. it did it service me? Did I know what they were talking about? I suppose other than being confused about Carmine. I mean, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it did the yeah. job. I, I will look, I, like I say, it's not a, pro, it's not a deal breaker for me and any, and by any stretch, it's totally fine. Uh, Chad Would you pay thirteen ninety nine for this game on steam right oh, now? Hell yeah. That's the other thing. Normally it's 20 bucks is what I paid. And by the way, here's some video of the in cockpit view. This is new. 
Um, you can you can still go out of it and be third person ship view if you want. Uh, you know, like some people prefer that or whatever. And you can do that any time in the game, including your character uh, can be third person or first person. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So I paid twenty bucks for it. This game is currently on sale for the Steam sale at thirteen forty nine, and it's that's stupid crazy. cheap. Like that's just and- dumb cheap. So you should get it. And if you never picked up Ghost Runner, which I did not, you can pick this up in a bundle. I already have Neon Abyss, I believe, either in the Xbox Game Pass. But for $45, you can get this Ghost Runner, which I've been tempted by, and a PC copy of Neon Abyss, which you've played earlier this year. Oh, yeah. Neon Abyss is on uh, everything. It's on on the Game Pass, I believe. But yeah, it is now. Uh, When it first came out, it was I want to say it was just PC and then it started to bleed into everything else. I actually bought it on Switch. Mm -hmm. Um, It's great. Uh, it's a dual stick shooter. If you like those, that's a really cool game. Uh, roguelike sort of top is, down thing. Is the soundtrack good enough that I would spend another, oh, I don't know, about $5? Five, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's what you think it is. It's a lot of hard driving, synthy, dark synth wave, you know, cyberpunky music. Uh, it's what you think it is. Like, And it's, and it's good. If you like that stuff, it's good. There's plenty of that stuff for free on youtube and spotify playlists and apple music and everybody else has got tons of that so it's not like you're you're gonna have a shortage of that kind of music but if you want to add more to your library and you like physical and well you like digital mp3s on your hard drive then then the extra five bucks isn't so bad uh i just really really like it to the point that i'm going to talk about it again later surprise surprise about some of my favorite stuff of the year so we'll get to that later let me add it to my i'm adding it to my cart now as a single player game yep you should just get it just get it because it's so chill. That's the other thing. If anyone out there, okay, listen to me. You know who you are. You're like me. You want a game right now where you can just veg out and Im- immerse yourself into the the vibe of the thing and not be too stressed about what you're actually being asked to do. You just go and you just, just kind of live there. That's this game, man. This is it. This is where the, this is where the rubber meets the boop road when you talk me into purchasing a game that's when boop is working yep that's when you know that's when the doctor said it would kick in oh here's some first person uh, uh this guy's talking to, to huxley here who is a little bit of a pixel man uh because again the game is you know it's all <laughs> like him it's all voxels and so some of these people have implants and like robot arms and all that stuff they go all in on the cyberpunk future stuff but the, uh, the, you know, the look of it is, is very voxel. But again, you'd be fooled while you're pulled way out with the camera because everything is so. It looks know, smooth. It's super smooth. The PC version is really smooth. Um, and on maximum everything, it's just no problem running this game. Uh, consoles, it's a little chop chop. It's a little chop choppy. Little choppy chop. That's okay. Because you know why? Because I want to hook up my steering wheel to this game and give it a try. Seems like maybe you could do that. Um, real quick, the developer is Ion Lands, and a, they published it by themselves along with help from something called Maple Whispering Limited. No idea. Oh, yeah. Who they Maple are. Whispering Limited. Absolutely. Those guys, uh, you don't know who those are. I have no idea who they are. <laughs> uh, came out April, but recently got updated. And if you notice on Steam, Previous reviews were good. They were like, you know, good, strong, whatever reviews. But recently, recently, overwhelmingly positive, baby. That's because they know what I know. This game is rad. 
So go check it out. Uh, its description is a neon noir story in a rain-drenched cyberpunk metropolis. It's your first night on the job working for the cyberpunk, sorry, cyber cloud, cloud punk rather, delivery service. Two rules. Don't miss the delivery and don't ask what's in the package. So there's that. One time the package smelled real bad and apparently you had some weird meat you had to deliver. Some meat. Meat. Yeah. Anyway, I like it. You'll like it. Go check it out. Brian, tell me about El Hijo, a Wild West tale. El Hijo. Oh. So, let me, let me, let me, uh, let, me uh, let me get down to my show notes here. I'm still purchasing this game. Wait, just got to, I got to press this, agree to the terms real quick and then just purchase there. All right, there we go. Uh-huh. El Hijo, a Wild West tale. Hey, you ever wanted to, uh, you know, to Im- immerse yourself into the old Wild West Every time, and, uh, every day, and be a sick, and be a six-year-old hanging out with your mom at, at your oh. ranch, oh, and never then mind. the des- then the desperados come along and they and they and they burn your your house down, your plantation, and so mom has to drop you off at the um, the local uh, uh, orphanarium. No, it's uh, actually a um, what is it? It's a it's a missionary place. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, yeah, uh, the no. Mon- monastery, monastery, monastery with the monks. Okay, so. So mom, okay, so you're on the lamb. Your mom's trying to get to safety, but she's going to drop you off, six-year-old, uh, at the monastery where the monks are. And you're not having any of that because you're six years old and you got a slingshot and a picture of your mom and a lot of happy memories. So you're mm. going to try to get out of there, and that's where the stealth comes in. Okay. This is a non-violent stealth game. You do not choke anybody out. Oh. You do not come up behind anybody and jerk them back and kill them. No, well, then, sir. Then what's what the point? Do? What is the point of a stealth game where I can't leap up on their shoulder and break their neck? Why not? Why not indeed? Right. Why not indeed? So yeah. I personally like it makes sense to me because the character you're playing, the titular character, El Hijo, is uh, <laughs> he, <laughs> El, El Hijo. El hijo. Uh, it, means, it means son. Anyway, mm-hmm. you're playing the son and uh, he's six, so it makes sense he's not going around shanking people, right? Mm. He's just trying to sneak. He's just trying to sneak around, so that's what he's doing. Uh, you're equipped with a couple of things. You're equipped with a slingshot, so you can pick up stones occasionally, and you can distract uh, whoever's you're fighting against. And it's usually in the very first seven levels you're going to be going against some monks, and they're very they're mole monks. They can't see worth a crap. How do I know? Because I'm also equipped with a little bird, and that bird shows me where their vision is like a on your, them, like a bird that just hangs out with you or or, or what Let's yeah see. yeah your mom gives it to you early on in the game oh, okay. so uh you just you just hit your little bumper trigger on, it's controller by the way i do this all with controller on the pc um yeah you're, you just hit the little bumper and your little bird flies out and he flies around and then you can see like a little cone shape of where uh where the whoever you're trying to sneak past can see so, so you in, get in your little bird part, you're saying you get your bird out okay i heard that part you get your bird out and get your bird out you pull your bird out and uh, so then you'll see it's like there's a little cross hatch and you're like, oh, I can't walk in that area. If I do, I'll be found out. What's the penalty for being found out? Mm. Usually you have to go back to the previous checkpoint. Uh, you'll notice there's checkpoints as you go along. They'll be they'll be like little sparklies and you'll walk past the sparklies and click. You're there. You're engaged. And if they catch you, then you just pop back there and try it again. Not too much of a penalty. Usually you just pop back, maybe just like a room. Yeah. So you're kind of going room to room. Sure. Uh, in the beginning. And then you'll go. Then you'll go environment after that because your first seven is at the monastery against the monks. And then secondarily is in the town. You'll be having to try to avoid uh, cowboys okay. you know, as you would in your spaghetti Western. By mm. the way, all of this is 
is is backdropped with this spaghetti western kind of soundtrack it's serviceable it's not gonna blow you away but you definitely feel like oh this is a spaghetti western here i'll play a little uh uh, music here see what this sounds like and sometimes you don't get very much music at all this is like a tense underground uh dealio yeah going on very simplified graphics but very colorful do you like this do, do you like the style of the the graphical style i do like the graphical style actually okay. it fits in well with this and the reason why is because uh this game needs large palettes of bright colors because in areas where you're trying to stealth uh you can you can stealth in most areas but if there's light then you're almost always revealed so you have to be in shadows and so they've they went with this very simplistic style uh, using lighting to let you know where you can kind of sneak in and out. Most of these characters that you're trying, to, most of these NPCs you're trying to skirt around yeah. uh, have very limited vision. And I don't know if they're just mole people, if they didn't have good vision care in this particular town, <laughs> but they really can only see if the, if you're like in really brightly lit areas. And uh, and it's really good too, because sometimes if you get close to them, the there's a little circle that pop up below them. It's kind of like their hitbox. So if you if you approach them close enough, you'll see the hitbox, and sometimes you still can't avoid them because all of these all these NPCs are walking patterns, right? Mm-hmm. So you'll walk into an area or a room, and they'll be doing their pattern. Different characters usually have the same walking pattern, sometimes different. Does this, er, does this ever to, happen? Tell me if this ever happens right here. Yes, tell uh, me. Where is it? I'm trying to find it. I can't find it. Oh, here it is. Does that ever happen? You get one of those. It actually does, and the characters don't talk, but they do make the occasional, and so they'll you'll you'll actually run into them, and it'll go, and you'll go, oh no, and you realize you've been busted, and they'll pick you up, and they'll take you back to the to the previous area. By the way, while you're doing all this, mm. uh, you're also there's little side questing, very basic side questing uh, of of uh, inspiring other children. So it's kind of, it is very much a child world versus an adult world. All adults are out to get you and all the children are out to uh, share in the experience and you're trying to brighten their day and spirits and trying also to get back to your mom. Well, wait, where, are the other, mom. where are the other kids? Are they involved? You, usually you'll see them. They're usually like, uh, they're like, usually, it's usually like child labor stuff. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> oh no, that poor kid. Yeah. No, not really any violence to speak of, but if you're disturbed by child labor, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's some implied child labor is what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, right. it's, it's, it's pretty blatant, but uh, for the most part is almost all stealth. Occasionally you'll have to solve a puzzle this beyond just the stealth. You might have to push uh, like a barrel out of the way because. They're usually what you're trying to figure out is is a path. And you're like, you may come into an area like, oh, man, there's no path to get through here. And then you'll have to kind of look around for a little bit. And usually something you can either push or maybe you've got to. There's one area that I really thought was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one area where there's chili being made. And you can take the and you can you can add things to the chili. And one of the monks has to leave. Oh, because he's got you know, the he's there. got the farts. Like he's the got this. So that's yeah. So there you there. Okay. Well, let me uh, let me ask you this: Are uh, they seem seems like your little dude can just walk around in front of everybody pretty openly without too much ramifications? That's what I'm saying. These yeah. these are some blind people. So you know, most stealth games usually are violent, and usually you have a very narrow walking mm-hmm. area. 
mm-hmm. where you can walk. Sure. You have a pretty wide area you can walk here. You just have to be aware that you can't get too close because a collision will definitely get you caught. And then if you walk in, in any light areas yeah. where they can see, you'll definitely get caught. Oh, see, there's uh, a kid but, working. He's he's banging on that. Yeah, that's what I said. If, you, if you're upset by child labor, don't play this game. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you got this hero. But, he's going to come save us all. He's like short round in that second Indiana Jones movie. He's going to save all the kids. You know? He is. And I like and And uh, I, I, I did a lot of... Uh, getting away sometimes with stuff because I would get to an area and I'd be like, I've already done a couple of these already. And sometimes just running is, uh, and getting to a ladder sometimes is, is the, is the, what, what you have to do to get past something. Sure. It's like, there's multiple ways usually to, to get past an area and there's, and as you go along, uh, multiple paths open up to you. So you don't have to cover every area. Sometimes you can bypass certain areas. It's funny. This is like Desperados Three Kid Edition. Is what it reminds me of. It's pretty much that's what I was thinking. Too. It's very Desperados, right? Which yeah. is kind of a stealthy kind of thing, but much more violent. Yeah. And this is El Eo, a El Wild Eo. West tale. There you are. Yeah. Check it out. Available now. Uh, how much? It's again? Uh, Let's see. Developer is Honig Studios. Yeah. And the publisher is Handy Games. Came out on December the third, so very recent. Uh, and if you get, usually would pay about 20 bucks for this right now on the Steam sale and other places, uh, Fanatical has the best deal at $17.99. This is a single-player game. Wow. Uh, if you're into stealth and you're into the thematic themes of Old West, it's a good little play. It's, the, it's, no. we, like we was discussing uh, pre... I don't know. We didn't really discuss it, but I was going to discuss it earlier. Yeah. Uh, the, my gaming is more casual light during this time of the year because i'm so busy and i don't have time to really dig into anything and yours is kind of like you said your christmas game is world of warcraft yeah i'd like like to get in man i like to get well it's actually kind of it's funny you say that it's kind of similar reasons like wow yes is a more in-depth time investment or whatever or it can be but it isn't really how i play it during the holidays there's just something comforting right. about it like i can just get in there for a couple hours and just let my brain go yes. and kind of have tv on at the same time i'm done mm-hmm. with the story and past all that so i'm you know at a place now where i'm just sort of doing my dailies and, and getting my stuff worked up and everything it's and comfort. working on alts yeah it's just comfort gaming and yeah. and wow has always been that for me for the last 15 years and maybe for the next 15 if i can live that long so right. uh well, you know we'll seven, seven to eight hours single player game solve some puzzles do some uh do some stealthy non-violently your kids can watch they can play too uh i like it i like it i, I enjoyed my time all right I enjoyed my time what else uh, you also really like this you kept pushing this puzzle game down my throat like some sort of child labor <laughs> man <laughs> tell me what you're playing there what is this yeah yeah so i've been playing this uh uh oh oh crap and as soon as you asked me what it was, I totally just blanked it's on it. Right good now. night it's story, nights, right? Uh, night story. Yeah, night story. Yeah, story. night story is is a match three. This is something else I like to do this time of year. That this is comfort food for me. Mm. I don't like playing like Candy Crush and those kind of games, but I do like the battle strategy RPG uh, kind of match three, where you you have a match three down at the bottom, and then you got like fighters at the top, yeah. and based on your matching, you can uh, you can destroy other other characters i don't think this is the game no, that you're this looking isn't at. this is actually no that's not it it's called it's night story something it's like a, there's like another is it good night story a good night story that's it with a k like night there it is i found it yeah okay 
This is uh, available on uh, Android iOS and iOS. And Android, yeah, both yeah. things. Uh, okay, there it is. That's the game I know. I've played this. It's actually quite good for a match three. It's a, <laughs> yeah. it's like a dungeon crawler with all these abilities that are very dungeony and stuff. And you have shops where you can improve your abilities and whatever. And mm-hmm. you can kind of just play the damn thing. Like it. I cool. I didn't. Now I don't know. I wasn't sure. I made the check. Um, we had a new phone, and so we got three months of Apple Arcade, and I got it, and I'm not sure if it's part of the Apple Arcade or if it's just free. If it's just free, it's amazing because there's almost no advertisement. It's, it's I, free. I haven't been pestered at all. Yeah, it's free, but I think it there's some microtransaction crap in it, but I don't remember what it is. It's it's one of those I don't mind because it's not showing me ads every five minutes. Right. It's right. pretty good that way. Um, the I, there, it, uh, what was I going to say about it? Yeah, not part of Apple Arcade. But definitely because it's on Android, they wouldn't be over there if it was. But right. um, that's a good point. It's also a little that's bit a older. Point. I want to say when did this come out? Yeah, it's, it's uh, not it's not super new. I've I've loaded it up before, and like I said, I was just looking for one that I could play, and it's, it had a recent update, and that's always a that's always a big plus for me. It's like, oh, they're still developing this thing. Let's go. Let's yeah, do it. I like stuff like that too. It's a good game. I don't have any problem with your recommendation. In fact, you're making me want to download it again and play it because I haven't touched it in, in probably a year. So. Definitely killing this guy right now. Time. This guy's going down, Scott. That guy right there. Yeah, he's going he don't down. Don't know it yet. Well, he's got the he good night. It. Yeah, it's the good night. I get it. He's going. Hey, he's hey Brian, look at this. Listen to this here. Got a little uh, Christmas music in the background. That's uh, it's not very loud. Hold on. There we go. Is it time for the first annual boopies? Yeah, we're doing the boopies. Um, except, is this our? I mean, every year we talk about our favorites of the years, right? Yeah. Okay. So the boop show has undergone some refinement through 2020, and we've really decided to focus on indies, right? Yeah, indies and small games and little productions and stuff that me sometimes can come be big from big companies, but are not like their big AAA. You know, monster releases. We we've always sort of focused on it because that's just how you and I like to game. But we've made it more official this year, and and uh, feels yeah, like, like we've really I, narrowed it down. I feel like we really laser focused in this year. And you even called me out on one of my hybrid indies, and that was fine. You were right. So well, I think I think I, I think this should right. be the first. Right, I think this should be the first ever boopies because everything else before this is casual. This is yeah. kind of like, meh, you know what I like? I like games. What do yeah, you like? I like oh, video yeah. games. Like you like video games? Either. Let's play video games. All right, so we're going to talk about even- our favorites of the year. These are our top three, plus we've added a little category in for our favorite game that isn't currently in early access but might have been on this list had it come out this year, but we're still waiting for final versions. So uh, I'll start with my list. This is my short list. Now, this was actually kind of hard for me. Because oh, yeah. this was, despite all the other things about 2020 that suck, one of the things that didn't suck was there were a lot of really great video games across the board. Oh, yeah. A couple of disappointments, but for the most part, a big year for gaming and lots and lots of solid stuff. So normally on a more mainstream list, I might say, oh, freaking Animal Crossing in March saved my life because it kind of did and was amazing and all that. Uh, we're not going to do that here. That We're not going to talk about that amazing game because... Who, who would we? Yeah, be? because who, who has it? I mean, how can you not admit the impact of Animal Crossing during 2020's COVID you, crisis? I mean, you have to, right? You have you are obliged by law to say that that game right. saved you because it did me and I loved it. But this is not that. That's not a indie game. We're going to talk about indie. So here we go. Number one. And these aren't in any particular order. My top three are just my top three and not 
not in not, not like one, two, and three. These are just oh, interesting. My top three. I went, I went one, two, three, and it was very difficult. And I think maybe I need to do the same. Well, that's why I didn't do it because it's too hard. It's too freaking hard. Right now, uh, quick note. I believe even though it was the mega surprise hit of the year, a game like Among Us would have probably made my list had I played it at all, but I never did once. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. I own it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play it. I'm excited to play it with some f- friends, but I don't like games that make me do that make me feel like I'm mean. <laughs> right. And uh, so I, I just I just kind of I played it. Yeah. I, I played it. I think it is one of the most refined uh, games for this type of game. I mean, it, it is really, they, they really did an amazing thing. But yeah. I, I don't really, there's not any depth there. You know? Well, I mean, and it, I felt like there needed, I feel like there needed to be some a little bit of depth. Especially with the now, kind of games you want to play. Sure. And impact wise, you're right. right. It's a gigantic game and it deserves props, but it's not on my list. My list goes like this. Number one, again, not in any particular order, Star Renegades. Talked about it here on the show. Yeah. This is an amazing game. Star Renegades uh, features a turn-based science fiction 16-bit, but also with a bunch of modern-looking stuff with the graphics engine. And uh, just creates robot combat and fun times that I did not expect out of a game like that. I loved it and look forward to playing more of it. It has... Uh, randomization and roguelike sort of procedural generation qualities to it, which means a lot of replayability. And it's now everywhere. You can play this on Switch, Xbox, PlayStation, PC. And I want to say phone versions are maybe coming if they're not already out. Mm. Not sure about that. Uh, But it's really, really good stuff. And I meant to have video of it playing, but I didn't prepare very well for this. So I'm not so sorry, chat room, but everyone at home listening, hey, today you win. Uh, pure audio here. Uh, it's very, very good. And if you haven't, if uh, you're like, oh, I kind of remember Scott talking about it, go and find the old episode. You might be surprised how much I liked it. All right. Number two for me. Talked about it today. Number two. Cloud, Cloud Punk. Punk. Cloud Punk. Cloud Punk went very quickly with that update from probably not on this list to in the top three. And uh, not much else to say about it because I already did. But Cloud Punk is an amazing sense of the world it's trying to create and for me that's when video games shine the most so it uh, I think deserves a ton of praise and I would recommend it to just about anyone again a word of warning some of you are going to go well do I get to punch and shoot people no you don't (laughs) that's not what this game is this game's about atmosphere this game's about tone this game's about a sense of place and time that is hard to replicate and somehow a game with voxels in it pulled it off better in my opinion than cyberpunk did with its mega billion dollar uh, development. Uh, and then thirdly, and finally, but maybe on the top, if I had to pick the one I spent the most time with, it's a little game called Fury Unleashed. And Brian talked about nice. it as well. Uh, we're both big fans of this game. This came out, I want to say, originally on PC and then quickly shut up on everything else. Uh, the developers are also super cool to work with. Um, I've, mm-hmm. I've got some Xbox codes we'll be giving away at the top of the year um so people who maybe want to get it on that platform can because we'll be giving them away on the show but anyway fury unleashed is this side scrolling run and gun kind of roguelike game that is at, at one minute it feels like oh this is like the natural succession to a game like uh rogue legacy or something and on the other hand you're like well it plays like contra or you know, a, a, a really well-made side-scrolling shooter Castlevania style action game with this art style that is intentionally, and it took me a little while to come around to it, but it, it's intentionally, it looks like some 
your your favorite angry stoner kid in junior high wrote this on mm-hmm, his desk mm-hmm. during detention kind of game. And right. he drew a whole he drew a whole comic book, but that's because that's because what you're actually playing is a comic book. That's right. Either all the sections, like if you played a game where you're moving section to section, you know, imagine Rogue Legacy mm-hmm. as an example. Those sections are are treated like comic panels. So when you clear one, you yeah. clear a comic panel, move to the next one. It's random every time. It's never the same. Tons of power-ups, tons of stuff to unlock, lots of weird mini-games in between, and just the minute-to-minute gameplay is so much fun, so smooth, so fun. None of the games or guns are boring. They're all great guns. Yeah, all fun. And it just feels like you're just lord of destruction in this thing. It's awesome. Yeah, Uh, it had one of the greatest... We talked about flow for a couple of months here because it seemed like every game I was touching had like a great game flow, and this was the height of it. As a matter of fact, it ruined a couple of games for us later in the year, because they weren't able to replicate that flow where you're mm-hmm. just kind of just going through and through and just enjoying yourself, getting zen. Uh, we got a really important question in the chat. Is the term roguelike or roguelite? Uh, they're kind of interchangeable. There's I two. see it both ways a lot of times. Yeah. So I don't think there's any real distinction, although roguelikes are probably harder and more akin to the original rogue game that that name comes from. Go look it up on Wikipedia mm-hmm. or something if you want to know more. But uh, light tends to say... Hey, this game's not so hardcore permadeath, but it's got elements of rogue style games in it. And so therefore we're a little on the lighter side on that, but it's still in there. Like that's kind of what they're trying to say when they say light. That's a great question though, because we talk about those a lot on this show. Also, Dwight Schrute in the chat with Kiss My Grits. Nice deep cut about flow (laughs) and, uh. Kiss yeah. my oh that's true I didn't even get that yeah. I forgot I was saying flow I apologize you flow, yes you kiss my grits Mel and there's a generation of people around our age that would know exactly who that woman is and the rest of you have no idea what we're talking about Mel kiss my grits uh, can't recommend it enough though Fury Unleashed is amazing and you can there's no excuse because you can get it everywhere and it ended up being just such a nice surprise what a what a rad right, game right. that turned out to be so that is probably my number one definitely in my top three. And now, my early access pick of the year that probably would have made this list had it not been still in early access. I suspect it will come out of early access in 2021. And I think it's amazing already, but that game is Shipbreaker. Shipbreaker. Although it has a longer name and I always forget. Hold on. Uh, yes, uh, I think Shipbreaker is the second part of it, isn't it? Or is it? The, uh, you're right. I I it's a it something colon hard space Shipbreaker. Hard that's space. It. That's it. Hard space colon Shipbreaker. And uh, uh, don't say colon. Colon too many times. Shipbreaker. <laughs> it sounds such sound weird. Shipbreaker is a rad game. It's a first person perspective game built in Unity. Although it looks really, it looks as good as anything Unreal will yeah. throw at you. The goal of that game is to float around old derelict spaceships and break them apart and salvage material and objects from those spaceships for money uh, as part of this job money. you have. Um, they're the only good jobs left on Earth are actually up in orbit around Earth. And it has this very great world building premise that they don't have to explain very much. But basically, you leave your one kid to go up and live you know, in lower Earth orbit to work at this this little orbiting station, this, this platform that tears apart ships for money, and you uh, there's there's a random element to it. You choose the ships you want to take apart. You can play a timed mode or something they added, which I really glad they did, is a non timed mode because I don't like being timed. And um, you can do a whole career this way, and basically you just take these ships apart carefully. 
Uh, sometimes you're going to have explosions you didn't expect or an engine's volatile and you need to try to save that engine. So you got to be quick but careful. Uh, there's a lot of blowing stuff to pieces, a lot of space uh, physics going on. So there's weird shit that goes down. That is a rad game. And uh, even in early access, it is 100% worth your, your money. I think it's $24.99. It's stupid cheap for what you get, in my opinion. And that game is a great game to just veg out to. And it's very space truckery. The music's all firefly-ish. You got like your guys like, all right, get out there. Now, listen, if you blow that thing up, we're going to have to take that out of your mu- your daily whatever. And you already owe the company 50 grand. So I'd be careful if I was you like this sort of talk. It's great. It's great. It's a terrible future. It's dystopic as hell. But right. they don't even pound that down your throat. It's just implied that this is the world that you live in. But really, the game is just let's tear these ships apart and let's use physics to do it and let's get as much out of this machine as possible and try not to touch, you know, try not to cross the blue and green wire because you're going to blow the whole ship out the back and kill yourself in the process. And it's very, very cool. So uh, check it out. Shipbreaker, hard space, shipbreaker. All right, Brian. Now the time has come for Brian's top three games he played on the Boop Show for 2020. Brian, take it away. Top three games I played for 2020 that came out in 2020 and that were pure indie games. As me and Scott discussed before the show, mm-hmm. I want to say Fury Unleashed was in my top three. I moved it up. I moved it out. I moved it back in. I moved it back out. And the reason why is because I didn't want to have two games that I felt like were similar enough to kind of be like in this. I'd be like, but Brian, he only likes these kind of games. I don't want that. So I had to go with Carrion. I didn't want to, but yeah, I did. Carrion really just, it was the most satisfying game of any games I played this year. It's a reverse horror game where you take on the role of an amorphous creature of unknown origins. But I'll tell you this. He's all got spindly, sticky, webby things. And that was just the most satisfying thing you could do is to go through this underground laboratory and just wreak mayhem as though you were part of it. No, it's not it. What's the, what's the, they, them. What was it? What's the one with the, the, that, why did I say it? That's not right. I don't remember. That's the clown. Yeah, that's the clown. What are you thinking of? Not it. Like mo- the movie, The Thing, you mean? The Thing. The Thing. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I lost my <laughs> mind there for a minute. Got got it back, though. Yeah. But uh, so you're kind of the thing. It's kind of like based around all of that. And I love this game. It kept me entertained for probably almost two weeks. And the game's not even that long. But I just didn't want to stop. Yeah, that's a cool And uh, the... The only thing that that was a ding against this game it was fantastic. The no map. I really wish we could have had a map. Mm. But if that's the worst thing I can say, and I still played it to completion, I'm putting carrying in there. I I really didn't want to knock out uh, Fury Unleashed because that was such a really great game too. But I just feel like carrying just like it destroyed my year. I'm just I was so spoiled after that. I was mm-hmm. just like I can't I can't play anything else. Yeah. I'm like, is there any more carrying likes? Yeah. I need another one of these. Yeah. Couldn't find one. Okay. Also in my top three is Evergate. I don't know if you guys remember me talking about this, but it was uh, it's a 2D puzzle platformer. Remember that one? I do remember that. Where you're in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got to go through like all these stages 
And you got to use your soul flame to help find the lost souls so you can get the crap out of there, which is what it's all about. Getting from gate to gate. And uh, that game was that game had so many unique puzzles. But one of the best things about that game was the fact that it required such a different combination of muscle movements that I was not used to in other games. Mm -hmm. So I had to like retrain myself for this. Which was at first annoying and almost a turnoff, and I almost quit very early on. I'm glad you didn't, man. But I didn't. I stuck with it because it was a beautiful game. It kind of reminded me like of a, a Hollow Knight or something, kind of like one of those games. Mm -hmm. It was very beautiful, and uh, it was just it, once you figured out the very complex maneuvers, you could get through an area most times with just you know pure tenacity. Yeah, but occasionally. You would have to master a movement before you can move on. And that's kind of one of the dings against it. But it's still on my top top three. Because I'm, if that's I the master you a got, movement every morning, like at about nine, I master a movement. Right. Yeah. I got to master that movement like nobody's, nobody's business. Now, right. my last one is As Far As The Eye. Do you remember that game? Uh, a far, As Far As The Eye. It is. No. It is so. Yeah. As far as the eye, I talked about this. I played it for a pretty good while this year. Uh, you are. You have a mobile village that you have to manage, and it's got one of those big hairy beast uh, pack animals, like a big old elephant thing. Rawr. Oh yeah, yeah. And so you got you. Yeah. So it's a very spiritual game, and I think that's what attracted me to this game. It had such a great zen idea behind it you were trying to move this caravan from uh from area to area and you had to make plans because you had to accomplish tasks to get ready for your trip so every time you're getting ready for a trip you got to go through the current situation that you're in mm -hmm. and harvest that you need and you have to you meet up with others of your kind sure uh, you can recruit those guys in and you once you get to a certain point and you've checked everything off on your list, you can go, okay, I'm packing up this stuff. I got enough room in the pack animal for these possessions right here. Let's go. And be based on those good decisions you make or bad decisions is how far you get along to the end. Because what you're doing is you're racing from a impending doom that is coming, right? So you gotta get you gotta get your people to safety. But I really liked how this how the skill tree worked in this game. It was, uh, it was just every, everything about it. It just seemed like it was so well thought out, and just made so lovingly. And the characters were just so beautiful, and uh, the, the artwork itself was was just amazing. So as far as the eye is in my top three, nice. And I, I've kind of I've kind of listed mine all in, in, in order. Mm -hmm. That's just what I did. All right, that's um, fine. So you like so so your number one game, Carrion. Number two, yeah, game, I think number Evergate. one for twenty twenty, Carrion is absolutely my number one game, and then Evergate, and then. As far as the eye, and then I'm, I put a whole document in, and I, I played about 40 uh, mostly purely indie games, and it was some tough competition, because I mean, I, we got stuff like uh, Radical Rabbit Stew, which was just a fun little retro Oh yeah, that game. was so cool, that game. I forgot about it that. It was so cool, man. Yeah. Disintegration, a game that never found is footing never found an audience i yep. fell in love with that game where you ride a hover bike just couldn't just couldn't stick the landing 
couldn't find uh, you couldn't find the multiplayer groups that it was that it was wanting. It was so, the, I mean, it was the all the X. Uh, uh, Let's see X bunch Halo, of people like that, right? yeah, like Halo. the Halo guys, yeah. and so it was. It disappointed me so much, but of course I can't put a game that basically <laughs> failed in my top. And the Falconeer, which I just played recently, which great gave me great joy using my flight stick, but a single developer, mm. uh, but just just didn't quite have the depth sure. that I felt that made these other games feel like a complete experience. And I would suggest any of those games I mentioned, Carrie and Evergate, and as far as the eye, those are all great games. I would gladly suggest and recommend those. Early access game for me, uh, Phasmophobia. I haven't played it enough, and I'm very excited about where it's going. And it's already a pretty darn full game now. Mm -hmm. But uh, I I feel like I'm going to spend uh, a lot. I've been playing on the beta branch with uh, Alex, or at least I did one night, where we played the new prison level. And um, it's horrific. That, that thing is it's horrific. going places yeah yeah it's, it's, it's really good, it's good. There, there's a real simplicity to what they're pulling off there and it's still broken in lots of ways and graphically yeah. is janky as shit but it's scary it's so scary like heart poundingly hide in the office hope that thing doesn't come into this room and kill me kind of scary mm-hmm. and there's a reason it was a huge hit on twitch and still is it's it's a very cool game it's, it's very, very cool yeah. i think it's just got no place to go except for up go up everybody that's what we're saying go up all right, that's our big three. Those are our boopies. I hope you enjoyed them. The boopies. The boopies from the boopy show. All right, now there's time for this for sure. Whoops, I'm in the wrong place. Here it is right here. Yeah, check that out, everybody. Music means it's time for us to read an email from a listener. This came to us from uh, John. Not our, not John from the, from the core show, which is tomorrow night. Or no, it isn't tomorrow night because no, it's Thursday night. Thursday yeah, night, but right. it's also not the Thursday because it's freaking Christmas Eve. We're not doing a show on Christmas Eve. Oh, that's a good point. I don't know what we're doing. All right, anyway, he says, "Oh, hello, Scott and Brian. Just wanted to send you a heads up that Monster Sanctuary is bananas good." He says bananas. it's a sixteen-bit monster collecting Metroidvania with turn-based combat and RPG elements. Try and chew all that at once. It's a super fun experience worth diving into for a few hours at a time. Give it a whirl, boop, and not what? Boop and boop all night. He says, John. Yeah, boop all night, baby. I haven't heard of this. Uh, I'm gonna. Look I it haven't up. either, but I'm looking at it right now. Overwhelmingly positive on Steam. Uh, December eighth. This came out. A whopping $20, and Team 17 is the publisher. They always publish in really good games, and this looks pretty darn good. Oh, I like yeah, that little this. tech tree there, very, too. Uh, very old school looking. Very old school uh, looking. Let's see. Yeah, this is a uh, good suggestion. Switch, Switch, Steam, PS4, and Xbox. Uh, oh, interesting. So you're just collecting these things, learning skills. Oh, this looks like I might really like it. Uh, no, right? All right, I'm checking it out. Monster Sanctuary. This looks like my jam. Totally into it. Huge thanks for that. That sounds like an amazing recommendation. This yeah, is my keep those kind of uh, indie games that we're missing. Keep those rolling. We keep a pretty good eye out for those things, but we can't see everywhere. Yep. Um, but it looks like a pro. Oh, by the way, it looks like you can pick it up on Fanatical for twelve dollars. Twelve dollars fifty. That's Brian's twelve dollar voice. I always like your twelve dollars. All right, well, that's on my list now. Well done. And uh, also, uh, that reminds me when you say you said monster. I did try because it's on Game Pass now, so I tried it on console. I tried Monster Train finally. 
Yes, I love that, that game. That game's great, dude. It's it great. is. I wanted that. I I I didn't think it come out in 2020. That's the reason why I didn't put it in my list. I think so. That was it? the game that I played this year that was just amazing. I think it came out earlier than that on certain platforms, and then uh, I think it came out on a couple of more. In my Echo thinks I'm talking to her, and I'm definitely not. Okay, here it is. Uh, came out May 20th, 20, May 21st this year. So it was this is year. That for every for everywhere? Yeah, everywhere. May twenty first. Still, still uh, one of Steam's highest rated games ever, and it's right to be like that game. I, I, you know what? I'm a little mad at myself because when that came right. out, I was like, okay, I like deck, this deck buildery freaking slay the spire business. I'm a fan, but this game's got these weird three levels, and also it some somewhere in the description it says with elements of tower defense and i thought well they i'm out oh, i don't yeah, play tower defense that's games what was it. i hate them but that's not what yeah. this game is that's a that's a miscommunication about what some of the elements of monster train it's not freaking tower defense basically they're it's just not. referring to your your engine thing at the top will auto fire when there's dudes up there um, yeah, but you still have to. Yeah, it, the, the tower defense is such a. That's the wrong it, term. It's, it's not. A, yeah, it's not yeah. a good description. They screwed that up. Yeah. So uh, cannot say enough about my experience so far in this. It's rad, and I'm gonna yeah, keep playing like the it. hell out of this. And the console version's great. It used the. It uses really controller really well. Yeah, I was surprised. Monster Sanctuary is included with my Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. What? Click. What? So now I got two games I can just play. Click. What? Microsoft, you owe us some money. You owe us money. All right. Money, baby. Uh, there you go. Great recommendation. Thank you, John. If you have one of your own, boopshow at gmail.com. That's boopshow at gmail.com. We'll play any games you guys recommend. We'll check them out, talk about them on the show. And 2021 will be a great year for new stuff like this. So send us your recommendations. Boopshow at gmail.com. We're also at frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. That's our website. So if you're missing anything, want to catch an old episode, whatever it is you're trying to track down, you'll find it there. You can also find me at Scott Johnson on Twitter. Brian is at the Brian Dunaway. The show is at Boop Show. And while you're at it, check us out on Twitch. I Twitch uh, or I stream all the time, including right now at twitch.tv slash frogpants. Brian's over there at the Brian Dunaway. No, no, nope. just Brian Dunaway. Dunaway. Twitch.tv forward slash Brian Dunaway. Check out my schedule. I don't know why Scott doesn't also do the schedule. I know he's got a Gmail schedule. I have a schedule. I just haven't used their new tool because oftentimes those are lame. But maybe it's I good. know, but I you don't know how I operate now. I, I use my widget that comes with the Twitch app on mm-hmm. my iPhone, and it shows a calendar, and I can easily see my whole day mm-hmm. right there on my screen. Mm-hmm. See? That's <laughs> what I'm saying. All right. Anyway, <laughs> that's going to do it for us. I hope you guys had a great time. I know we did, and we look forward to having did, you with us next, did we, next year. Did we yeah. play all the mashups? Or did, or are we still? Oh, we have one mashup. Holy shit, I'm glad you said that. Gosh, I didn't say it. the chat room did. Fastidious told us. No, I'm glad because I completely was going to forget. Jeez, Fastidious. Yeah. Thank you very much. All and right. then TMS Mashups has added too. Yeah, he's Good okay. Job. Man, what a what a terrible nightmare that almost was. All right, we got a Boop Show Mashup. I'm playing it right now. If I can get in here and do this right. Okay, here we go. This is, uh, what's this called? Johnson and Dunaway Part 2. Okay, so enjoy. Mine's still warm from the last time I used it. Ooh, gross. Press the trigger, press the finger, finger, trigger, trigger. Finger, finger, trigger, trigger. I like to finger. 
Right. <laughs> I'll stop now. I'll stop saying words now. Poke him in the butthole with your yeah. pinky. See what that does. Yeah, that, that was, yeah, oh. that has nothing to do with here. No, it doesn't, does it? So there's stuff I got to get through first to get to the real meat of the cheese here. I'll Scott, let you know what it is. you had me a little concerned about your cheese eating. Yeah, there's some cheese eating. Well, you said you got to the meat of the cheese. Yeah, the meat of the That's cheese. That's an odd statement, my friend. No, if you open, you're telling me your cheese isn't just an outer layer of cheese and inside is meat? Is that what you're saying to me? That you don't have meat I in your I am telling cheese? you that is correct. <laughs> just two dudes in a shack just playing games. Yeah, jerking it. What? Wait. Okay. Anyway. What? No, okay, I, 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 I made that part up. Back it up. Beep, ball, beep. Is yeah. it just the earlobes? The just the earlobes. Big too. Well, he's got a big penis. But other than that, his earlobes well, are the most obvious I was visual. talking about his ear area. Oh, his nice. ear area. Uh, if this sort of stuff tickles your fancy at all, grab it. Hey, I'm man, what exactly is a fancy? And why would you want to tickle it? Uh, all, you really I want hear to, that a lot. I get kicked off Twitch if I put it on camera. I can't show you my Okay, fancy. Don't, don't, don't show me your fancy. Okay. Yeah, not so you don't need to lay down on the bed to tuck in your fancy. No. It's uh, 1998's <laughs> huge hit, Guy Steals a Thing. You nailed it. That's it. Guy Did Steals I? a Thing. No. So thank yes. you for that. No more micro USB. I'd rather I'd rather kiss a donkey than use another micro USB ever. Why a donkey? I don't know. A diseased donkey. How about that? Does that make it better? A diseased donkey. Definitely makes it better. I would play it right now if I had it in front of me. I loved Advanced I Wars. loved it. I would let it touch my fancy. I think this seems... This seems <laughs> um, uh, what's the word? There's a word for what I'm trying to say. Uh, what are you when you're like, you're really going for something? Uh, right. What's that called? You're like... Super, when you're really going for it and... Uh, and I don't know. Not gregation. What's the word I'm looking for? It's uh, it's a big risk. The risk takers, yeah, they're, yeah. they're going all in. They're going all in. Not focused is another word, and I can't think of it. <laughs> Not auspicious. Oh, they're adventurous. They're uh, they're ambitious. They're ambitious. Ambitious. <laughs> we just went through the entire thesaurus to find that Ugh. word. For that was Scott. that was freaking. But painful. you're right. There's a skeeter on my Peter. Blow it off, and I don't know <laughs> exactly where he got it from, but it always made me laugh. There's a skeeter on my Peter blow it off that's exactly how it went okay that was it oh man is that was that true that that someone there was actually a Skeeter on my Peter song is that real oh yeah Yeah. totally yeah you used to talk about that all the time okay I believe it yeah that's that's one of those things growing up man when I was 13 it was hilarious well there was and even at this age yeah even at this age there's no better way to end today's episode I think than with that fantastic mashup from our pal Jamie Uh, you can find him at TMS mashups on Twitter boy am I glad we didn't end the show yet because that was great oh well done lost that yeah but I'm gonna end it now are we back for one more boob show before the end of the year I think so I mean what are you doing Tuesday let's do it I should be good I should be what is that is that like New Year's Day or yeah no, it's uh the, no because New Year's is Friday next week. So this week it's Christmas. Oh, Friday. it's just a Tuesday. It's like the 29th. Yeah, it's just we'll a Tuesday. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be here. Yeah, we got games. I'll, I'll probably talk about Monster Sanctuary. Oh, you bastard! I was gonna just. Kidding. Oh, you I'm bastard! Kidding. We'll do it together. All right, we'll do it together. Uh, we'll we'll at least comment on each other's game, and and that's fun. <laughs> that's always fun when we're playing the same thing. <laughs> All right, uh, y'all have a fantastic Christmas, and uh, I hope it's joyful and that you get the presents you want or, uh, or yes. you know, whatever, and, and that you get to spend some of it with somebody around who doesn't have COVID or isn't exposed somehow, and that way you can hang around with them. Well, That'd be you're great. really narrowing down yeah. their enjoyment. Uh, weird. It's a weird year, but, <laughs> but a good time for video games, so go play some and come back and hang out with us uh, next week and into the new year as well. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, for all of you. We'll see you next time. Did I say for Brian, for Brian, and for Brian? Did I? I do that? You did. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, we got to do that again because that was ridiculous. All right. So, hey, that was dumb. Don't forget, it's Scott and Brian. Bye, everyone. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. I love steam. <laughs> <laughs>